0: One thing that I will say that I think was very foolish of me is that a lot of times in my life, I wanted everything to be perfect before I launched. And so I do honestly believe that the strategy side, the pre planning, is essential in order to actually
1: get a show out there that is going to speak to your audience. Hola. Welcome back to A.S. Amplifies. As you know, this show is for Latinas who want to start podcasting, who want to grow their podcast, because we need more Latina voices out there. And I'm really excited because actually, this is my first in-person interview since 2020. The last one was actually in a podcast conference. And I'm doing it during podcast movement evolutions here in LA. And you have no idea with who. Pero, if you've been listening, if you've been part of A. Yes, you know I'm a big fan of her. She's part of the comunidad. And it's just an honor. And I think it's a full circle moment because today's guest, Melba Tellez, was first a guest here on A. Yes. Through that, we created a beautiful friendship. I mean, now with this trip, she's here with me at Podcast Movement Evolutions, pero te considero como familia. And it was so easy and just so natural meeting you in person. And for anyone who doesn't know, Melba is now one of my clients. And it was an honor to help her launch and manage her podcast Kind of on the Rise. And I have her here today, and it's amazing, Melba, that you're my first in-person interview and in LA in a podcast conference, like, whoa, gracias.
0: Thank you so much, Brenda. I am so excited to be here. This is my second time in LA and this has been by far one of the best experiences, not because of podcast movement, but because I got to meet you in person finally. And I actually caught myself last time when we recorded The episode on Mujeres on the Rise. And I said in that episode, something about how we already knew each other in person. And I think the reason I said that is because we talk all the time that I always felt like I already knew you. Like you were already mi hermana, mi mejor amiga. And it dawned on me after we recorded that I didn't know you in person. But like you said, meeting you has been great because it's Exactly like I thought it was going to be. I feel like I already know you. Like we've been talking for such a long time, and I'm really excited about the work that you're doing and
1: being able to support you as a client. Muchísimas gracias, Melva. And that means a lot because, you know, I value what you do, the important work that you do through Mujeres on the Rise. And I love that our missions and values align because it has always been about our comunidad and helping our comunidad rise, grow, be inspired and see themselves reflected in the stories and the different industries that they strive to be in and i told you before but i remember doing a an idea dump i put photos and i put my dream clients and you and leanne from moneda moves were the ones i put and i'm happy to say that leanne was my first client and then you were my second client and i feel like you feel this way but It's amazing to see how we are making our dreams happen. And to support you, you supporting me, it's just so lucky. I feel lucky. I feel lucky that you're in my life. And because we continue to support one another, you having that trust on me to help you launch your podcast, the World, because you value my expertise. And I value your expertise because, who doesn't know, I worked with Melba to develop my resume and step into my confidence of being a podcast manager and serve our latina comunidad and when you approached me saying i want you to launch my podcast i was like yes let's do it and i love that season 1 was focused on purpose because that is what you and i are all about we have our purpose very clear and you've been able to help many other latinas find it And for anyone listening, I have to say, we have to share a big win. A week after Mujeres on the Rise was launched, Poderistas recognized Mujeres on the Rise, as well as ellas, as one of the 12 podcasts hosted by Latinas to listen during Women's History Month. That is amazing. A week after your launch, Melba. Please share with me. How did you feel like you're seeing that recognition from our comunidad? Thank you so much, Brenda. Honestly, when I
0: saw their post, I was really shocked because I knew the Poderistas was following Mujeres on the Rise for quite some time now. And they've been supporting the account, which is amazing because I, too, love everything that they are doing. And so to see them proactively go out of their way to not only mention Mujeres on the Rise, but. Mention other Latina podcasts that are really just amplifying our voices and allowing us to be heard and allowing us to come together as a community. It really made my day. It made my day. I was actually in a meeting when I got the notification on my phone and I turned to my phone and I'm trying to glance at it without anyone seeing me on camera and I just smiled. And it was such a nice moment. And I'm so grateful that the community is supporting one another and that there are all of these platforms now that help us come together and share our
1: voices and rise at the end of the day. So true and I know a lot of platforms say oh it's about community community but when the time comes it's not about community but the response to Mujeres on the Rise that recognition from Poderistas was amazing and it's just like an example of why comunidad is so important right and amplifying one another and i just am proud of you because you are the like true example of comunidad and i love that you decided for anyone who doesn't know who melba is melba tellez is the founder of mujeres on the rise and she helped latinas rise in their career through resume work through finding their purpose really aligning their values with where they want to be in their profession in their career and You before the podcast, you were on Instagram, you were doing weekly IG stories and that when you were doing it, it obviously brought a lot of value because a lot of Latinas needed that. But then you realized that you could give so much more to them by giving them episodes of podcasts that could go more in depth on these topics and that they can come back and replay, take notes, that they could go about their day of exercising, walking, cleaning, lavando los trastes, and not having to be stuck tapping or holding down an IG story to take the notes that you were giving them. And you saw the value in that and decided to start your podcast. So, I want to know because you you value comunidad. What was the first thought process of coming to that decision of, okay, I want to start a podcast? But you were unclear on how to start it. How did it go? Because obviously, you, when you came to me, you had your vision clear, target audience clear, everything. It was just the how and the when that you were unclear of. Can you let me know more in depth to our listeners who want to start a podcast and how you were able to have those questions answered? I think that's a really
0: good question. And honestly, what I did is I employed a lot of what I already do in my day to day job. And for those that, May not know me. Hola. Thank you for listening to today's episode. But I am a product marketing manager by day in my full time job. And what I do has a lot of influence in the work that I do through Mujeres on the Rise as well, because it's all about figuring out who your target audience is. What is the message? What is the clear takeaway that you want people to have? And then how are you going to help them? And so when I decided I wanted to start a podcast, it really stemmed from the idea that. 60 seconds on Instagram giving a story is not enough to really dive into the issues that we as Latinas face. And that's the key thing, honestly, the reason why I started the podcast, because let's face it, we all know that on Instagram, most of the time, I'm not going to say always, but most of the time, people post the highlights of their lives. They highlight Things that they are proud of, things that they want others to know. They don't necessarily talk about the things that are difficult and challenging and overwhelming. And what I've learned throughout my career and throughout my journey as a Latina, trying to navigate a world with spaces that weren't built with us in mind, is that we really have to heal first. There's a lot of healing that needs to take place in order for us to land that big job, in order for us to land the six-figure salary or in order for us to truly be happy with ourselves. There's a lot of healing because how are you supposed to go out there and build these things and do these things, make these big decisions if you haven't healed from everything that's going on in your life or that went on in your life at some point? And so I wanted to create a podcast that doesn't only talk about the good a podcast that talks about the nitty gritty details that we avoid all of those things that you want to put behind you and that you tell yourself over and over it doesn't matter no importa I'm gonna put it behind me no pasa nada all of those things that's what I wanted to talk about I'm like I want to have a podcast and let's talk about the things that no one else wants to talk about let's talk about the things that are controversial within our communities do we want children do we not want children what does it mean to start a family all of these things because all of these things they play into what we do with our lives they play into our career they play into how we wake up every day and what we decide to do it influences everything it influences our mental well-being and so that was the first step was realizing what i wanted to do and then it was really just putting on my marketing hat i'm going to approach this in the exact same way that i would approach this if this was a project that i would be doing at work in my full-time job. Because a lot of times I do realize that sometimes people have the knowledge for things and if they're already doing it in their full-time job, it's like they forget that they have this knowledge outside of work as well. And so it was really just a matter of being more tactful with my approach and taking time to plan in advance because let me tell you, there's a lot of planning. I know you know this, but to everybody else that's listening, there is a lot of planning that really comes into play In order to launch a podcast if you want to launch it successfully and you want to be able to launch it in a way that is
1: sustainable that is so true and i think a lot of people who want to start a podcast are unaware of that that it takes a lot of thought into how the strategy launch if they have the time to invest in recording and if you want to go to an interview podcast reaching out to guests researching those guests asking those questions and really zoning in on what they're going to ask if it aligns with the purpose and then from there are you going to edit is someone else going to edit is someone going to help you schedule is someone going to help you market the podcast it's a lot of elements to make a successful podcast that is sustainable sustainable for you as a host and for your audience because again comunidad your community deserves quality I believe, truly believe, and I've been talking about this for the longest time, our Latina comunidad is tired of mediocre quality. We are done with the breadcrumbs. And the thing that they deserve, that your audience from Mujeres on the Rice deserve, is quality. And we have taken the time to produce quality podcast episodes. And I believe that the recognition from Poderistas is just a result from that quality. From that dedication of you putting your marketing hat. And then really diving deep on these episodes. Sharing your personal stories with your audience. And of course, working with me to launch your podcast and to manage it and to grow it. And now that you've been producing and hosting Mujeres on the Rise, the podcast. What are the lessons that you've learned? And what are the misconceptions that you realized? I silly of me that... This stopped me before, or because I feel like once you're doing the podcast, everything changes, and you're like, "Wow, you have better like hindsight of, of things. Has that happened throughout the season? the first season of is on the rise? So I definitely
0: feel like I've learned a lot. I'm not an expert by any means, and I don't anticipate to being an expert not even five years from now because there's always room for growth but one thing that I will say that I think was very foolish of me is that like a lot of times in my life, I wanted everything to be perfect before I launched. And so I do honestly believe that the strategy side, the pre-planning is essential in order to actually get a show out there that is going to speak to your audience. Because if you show up and you pull out a microphone and you have no idea what you're going to say and you don't have someone else to riff off of because my podcast is a combination of solo episodes and guest interviews, but for the most part, it is solo episodes that I'm doing each season. And so if you show up alone with a podcast in your hand, the words don't always flow. You need to have an idea of what you're going to say because otherwise you go off on a tangent and your audience is left very confused. You have to think about your story arc. Where is your story going to start? Where is it going to end? What do I really want people to get out of this episode? How am I going to connect with them emotionally? And what is the clear takeaway? Now, I'm not saying that these processes or these steps are necessarily required for every podcast. But for my podcast, which very much is a combination of sharing my personal stories and learnings throughout my career, it also has a lot of educational components to it because I want people to be able to learn from the mistakes that I made so that other people don't have to make them like I already made these mistakes. Let me share what I've learned and hopefully it helps you in some way. But because there is some educational component to it, I don't want it to seem like I am, you know, just telling people this is exactly what you need to do to achieve X, Y or Z. Nobody's going to connect with that. If you really want something that prescriptive, that transactional, let's put it that way, you can find that on a simple Google search. People don't connect with something that's so transactional. You can pick up a book for that, you can do a Google search for that. But people connect and people listen to podcasts because they want relatability. And I find that in storytelling, that's something that I'm definitely able to achieve. But again, going back to your initial question, It was really just a matter of let's try to get this as best as we can and know that it's never going to be perfect because there's always going to be room for improvement. And even like as I'm sitting here telling you all of this, like I didn't necessarily realize at first that storytelling was so important. I realized that as I went until I got, I think I did episode, I think it was episode four where I did a really thoughtful story of something that happened to me when I was 15 or something that I did when I was 15 and that's when it hit me as I was recording I was like hey this story is actually it's pretty cool and I didn't even remember the story at the time but then I was like okay I'm getting all of these messages about people that are connecting with this story this is
1: where it's at this is where I need to keep the podcast going I remember that episode and I that was episode five For everyone who is interested, episode four is actually with me. And it's true. I think a lot of new podcasters, I wouldn't even say new podcasters, people that want to start a podcast, they stop because they want everything to be perfect. And the perfection is going to stop you. It's going to stop you from even starting. And it's going to stop you from sharing your story and your perspective. And like Melba was saying, When you shared your story about going, and I mean, I won't spoil it because it's so good, but when you shared that personal story when you were a teen, even I told you, oh my gosh, you took me back. You took me back to my teenage years. And I also cringed because of like the memories. And yes, your listeners did the same. And you're creating that connection. You're making them remember when they were young and. That's powerful. That's powerful because you are creating conversations. You're making them relive memories of like, oh my gosh, how much I've grown since then. And que bueno que I didn't do that porque me valoro ahora. And I deserve more than than what my teenage self thought they needed to have or deserve to have. And with season one of Mujeres on the Rise, with purpose you shared in recently like the response of your listeners but what has the comunidad of Mujeres on the Rise have shared with you and what makes you like oh que bueno que lance mi podcast
0: so I've been able to connect with people on a more deeper level I would say I've definitely had people reach out and tell me that they could relate to my story that it resonated with them and that they learned something and That to me is the most important part. If I can make a genuine connection beyond just someone seeing my content online, like my Instagram account, and you can go and look at it if you want. It's not, there's only so much you can connect with somebody through that way, right? You really need to talk to somebody and get to know them on a deeper level to get to know them as a person, to know what does this person stand for? And I think that's when you make friendships and relationships and networking connections that truly make a difference, that make an impact, is when you can say, I know what this person stands for. And I love what this person stands for. Like that to me is important, right? And it was never been my intention to amount all of this fame and fortune with Mujeres on the Rise. Like, obviously, that's not the goal. The goal is helping at least one person, one person every day or every week or every month or however frequent it might be. If I can connect with one person, help one person, I know that this person is going to go out there and do something similar for someone else. Because it's not about me at the end of the day. I don't have all the answers. I tell this to my clients all the time. Like I don't have all the answers to everything. I've learned a lot. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've done a lot of research, taken a lot of courses, talked to a lot of hiring managers and recruiters and all these things, and I still don't have all the answers. But because I have such a wonderful community, if I don't have an answer, chances are I can connect you to somebody else that can. And so there's so much power in that. It's, okay, here's the knowledge that I have. Let me share it with you. And then please do the favor of, passing on the torch, so to speak, and continue to share what you've learned with others so that eventually we don't have to fight so hard for a seat at the table because we shouldn't have to fight so hard. We should be able to show up authentically as ourselves and it should be more effortless. Unfortunately, we're not there yet and even though it shouldn't fall on us to change things, If we all come together, we will eventually get to the point where things are more equitable for us all.
1: Yes, I 100% agree that if you want to know where someone stands and really know that person, it's through a podcast. And I believe, not just because I'm a podcast manager, but your podcast should be the mothership. It should be where your comunidad is learning more about you, building that trust, having them learn through storytelling, helping them realize that they, one, need and deserve better than what they have, that they can do more, that there is a path for them, and that they can find the, their purpose and help themselves and their comunidad and their family yes a podcast should be the mothership and then the rest you know like instagram and all those platforms social media platforms should be just the branches i know it's like from space to a tree it's all part of this ecosystem that it's gonna help you to continue the conversation and that's what I love about you, Malba. And I think that's why you and I connected and created this friendship because you were able to know who I am through yes, And also by, you know, talking outside of the podcast. yes is the result that I've been able to create wonderful friendships with you, with Jen, with many other of my guests who are now mis amigas. And I know, and I'm saying it now, in three years, it's going to multiply for you. And you are. Like, I know that you are changing one person's life every single day. And by every listener that decides to play your episode when they go about their day, I, yes, it says mujeres, you're changing their lives. And... Before we go, before we finish the second day here at Podcast Movement, I want to know what are the next steps? I know we're still in season one, and by the time this episode comes out, season one will be over. But can we get a, a little teaser on what you're planning, on what Mujeres can expect? Well, since you asked
0: Brenda, yes. Season two is going to be launching and for those that don't know, each season I am picking one specific theme, if you will, and that theme is essentially the highlight of the entire season. And I did it this way so that we really have a chance to dive into topics, not only as it relates to my experiences, but as it relates to the experiences of my guests and Season one was all about purpose because that's the foundational work. And for season two, we're going to be talking all about imposter syndrome. I landed on imposter syndrome because it is honestly one of the things that is most recurring, whether it be in messages that I receive in my DMs or conversations that I have with one-on-one coaching clients. Imposter syndrome is usually playing a role in this, and I want to talk about it. I want to talk about the experiences that I've had with imposter syndrome, the lessons that I've learned on how to overcome it, but also the root cause. Why is it that you are experiencing imposter syndrome, and what does that tell you about the environment that you are in? Because we are so quick to jump into blaming ourselves and thinking well it's because I'm not enough or it's because I lack confidence and I want to take a step back and really let's look at the bigger picture you lack confidence why do you lack confidence in the workplace why aren't you able to speak up in that meeting with senior stakeholders why aren't you applying To the new job that just opened up at your current company. We're so quick to blame ourselves, but there are all these other variables that are influencing how we present ourselves. And it's not about necessarily who's at blame here, it's about recognizing what's actually triggering these feelings so that we can eventually work together to overcome them. That's season two. That's it right there in a nutshell definitely go listen go check out season one because again that is the foundational work so that you can figure out what exactly you were you're supposed to be doing and make sure that you're doing things because of you and no one else and then season two you know your purpose you know what you're doing how the heck
1: do you do it without feeling like a complete failure that's the next step oh my gosh me encanta oh my gosh I'm so excited Because I love how, even in season one, every episode is just, and we're going back to that reference it's a tree branch. Everything is connected. You have to listen to the first episode, to listen to the second. Like it's all a continuation. And then from there, season two, it's just the next step in the conversation of rising in your career and life. And I love that you've always had that clear. And I'm excited to listen to the next episodes of season two and but as of now i am saying say gracias for sharing with us mujeres on the rise because now more latinas more mujeres can rise in their careers and you're doing powerful work necessary work that you and i would have wanted when we were younger and we're doing it now i know you said it shouldn't be on our comunidad but like this responsibility is an honor and you and I take it seriously and we do it with love and I think that's the response of our comunidad and just having that support from them so for anyone who wants to continue this conversation and wants to know more about Melba and Mujeres on the Rise go you're listening now to ellas once we say hasta luego for this episode go to Mujeres on the Rise you're already in the podcast player app listen to season one. And once you're done, where can they follow you and support you in your journey? Thank you so much, Brenda. So yes, please go
0: listen and feel free to connect with me on Instagram. You can follow Mujeres on the Rise on Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn using at mujeres on the rise. And you can also connect with me personally at Melba underscore tellas on Instagram. And shoot me a DM. Let me know that you found the community through Brenda and through ellas And I would love to chat with you, get to know you a little bit more because that's how we're gonna rise by coming together.
1: Love that. Well, you heard it right there. That's the invitation for you to connect with Melba, to help you rise in your career. And also, if you've been inspired by this, of sharing your story, your perspective, and connecting with your comunidad, and really helping them rise in wherever you are the expert of, and just connecting with them, it's time to start your podcast. It's, like I said, the mothership. That's where your comunidad is going to be. That's where they're going to learn about you. That's where we're going to do the work that's going to be meaningful. And it's going to plant the seeds to make that tree grow. And muchas gracias for listening. As always, you can continue the conversation at ayes-media.com. And don't hesitate. If you are ready to launch your podcast, head on over. Schedule your free 15-minute discovery call with me. Me encantaría saber how to help you start on your podcasting journey, ya sea en inglés o en español. And that's either in English or in Spanish. And muchas gracias for listening. And I'll see you in two weeks with another inspiring Latina who is sharing her voice in podcasting and connecting with her comunidad. Hasta luego. Continue the conversation by following us over at Instagram at ellas.com. Media Double Underscore. A.S. Amplifies is an A.S. Media production, executive produced, and hosted by me, Brenda Hernandez-Jaymes. This is A.S. Media.